All right, hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of The Informed Catholic. Uh, today, we're going to do the readings for Easter Vigil, the Holy Night. So this is going to be episode four. If you like what I do, please subscribe and share. All right, so <clears throat> we're going to read the um, Easter Proclamation, the Exalted. All right. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Exalt, let them exalt the hosts of heaven. Exalt, let angel ministers of God exalt. Let the trumpet of salvation sound aloud. Almighty King's triumph. Be glad, let earth be glad as glory floods her ablaze with light from her eternal king let all corners of the earth be glad knowing an end to gloom and darkness rejoice let mother church also rejoice arrayed with the lightning of his glory let this holy building shake with joy filled with the mighty voices of the people Therefore, dearest friends, standing in the awesome glory of this holy light, invoke with me, I ask you, the mercy of God Almighty. Let he who has been pleased to number me, though unworthy among the Levites, may pour into me his light unshadowed that I may sing this candle, candle's perfect praise. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. Lift up your hearts, and we shall all lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, with ardent love of mind and heart, and with devoted services of our voice to acclaim our God invinc invisible the Almighty Father and Jesus Christ our Lord his Son his only begotten who for our sake paid Adam's debt to the Eternal Father and pouring out his own dear blood wiped clean the record of our ancient sinfulness these then are the feasts of Passover, in which is slain the Lamb, the one true Lamb whose blood anoints the doorposts of believers. This is the night when once you led our forebearers, Israel's children, from slavery in Egypt and made them pass dry shod through the Red Sea. This is the night that with a pillar of fire banished the darkness of sin. This is the night that even now throughout the world sets Christian believers apart from the worldly vices and from the gloom of sin, leading them to grace and joining them to the, his holy ones. This is the night when Christ broke the prison bars of death and rose victorious from the underworld. Our birth would have been no gain had we not been redeemed.
O wonder of your humble care for us, O love, O charity, beyond all telling, to ransom a slave, you gave away your son, O truly necessary sin of Adam, destroyed completely by the death of Christ, O happy fault, that earned so great, so glorious a Redeemer, O, o truly blessed night, worthy alone to know the time and hour when Christ rose from the underworld. This is the night of which it is written, the night shall be as bright as day, dazzling is the night for me, and full of gladness. The sanctifying power of this night dispels wickedness, washes away faults, faults away, dispels wickedness and washes faults away, restores innocence to the fallen and joy to mourners, drives out hatred, fosters concord and brings down the mighty. On this night of grace, O Holy Father, accept this candle, a solemn offering, the work of bees and of your servants' hands, an evening sacrifice of praise, this gift from your most holy church. But now we know the praises of this pillar, which glowing fire ignites for God's honor, a fire into many flames divided, yet never dimmed by the sharing of its light, for it's fed by melting away, drawn out by mothering mother bees, to build a torch so precious, O oh, truly blessed night, when things of heaven are wed to those of earth and, div and divine to human. On this your night of grace, O oh, Holy Father, accept this candle, a solemn offering, the work of bees and of your servants' hands, an evening sacrifice of praise, this gift from your most holy church, Therefore, O Lord, we pray you that this candle, hallowed to the honor of your name, may persevere undimmed to overcome the darkness of this night. Receive it as a blessing of fragrance, and let it mingle with the lights of heaven. May this flame be found still burning by the morning star, the one morning star who never sets, Christ your Son, who coming back from the death's domain has shed his peaceful light on humanity and lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Okay, so this is the part here, and we'll move on to the readings. Okay, first reading is from the book of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 1 to chapter 2, verse 2. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was formless wasteland, and darkness covered the abyss, while a mighty wind swept over the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. God saw how good the light was. God then separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and darkness he called night. Thus evening came, and morning followed the first day. Then God said, Let there be a dome in the middle of the waters 
to separate one body of water from the other. And so it happened. God made the dome, and it separated the water above the dome from the water below it. God called the dome the sky. Evening came, and morning followed the second day. Then God said, Let the water under the sky be gathered into a single basin, so that the dry land may appear. And so it happened. The water under the sky was gathered into its basin, and the dry land appeared. God called the dry land the earth, and the basin of the water he called the sea. God saw how good it was. Then God said, Let the earth bring forth vegetation of every kind of plant that bears seed, and every kind of fruit tree on the earth that bears fruit, with its seed in it. And so it happened. The earth brought forth every kind of plant that bears seed, and every kind of fruit tree on the earth that bears fruit, with its seed in it. God saw how good it was. Evening came, and morning followed the third day. Then God said, Let there be lights in the dome of the sky to separate day from night. Let them mark the fixed times, the days and the years, and serve as luminaries in the dome of the sky to shed light upon the earth. And so it happened. God made two great lights, the greater one to govern the day and the lesser one to govern the night. And he made the stars. God set them in the dome of the sky to shed light upon the earth, to govern the day and the night, and to separate the light from the darkness. God saw how good it was. Evening and morning followed. The fourth day. <clears throat> then God said, Let the waters teem with abundance of living creatures on the earth. Let birds fly beneath the dome of the sky, and, and so it happened. God created the great sea monsters and all kinds of swimming creatures with which the waters teem, and all kinds of winged birds. God saw how good it was, and God blessed them, saying, Be fertile, multiply, fill the water of the sea, let the birds multiply on the earth. And evening came, and morning followed the fifth day. Then God said, Let the earth bring forth all kinds of living creatures, cattle, creeping things, wild animals of all kinds. And so it happened. God made all kinds of wild animals, all kinds of cattle, all kinds of creeping things of the earth. God saw how good it was. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and the cattle over all the earth. All wild animals and all the creatures of the, of the, that crawl on the ground. God created man in his image, in the image of God. He created him. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them, saying, Be fertile and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and all living things that move on the earth. God also said, See, I give you every seed-bearing plant 
all over the earth and every tree that has seed bearing fruit on it to be your food and to all the animals of the land, all the birds of the air, all the living creatures that crawl on the ground. I give all the green plants for food. And so it happened. God looked at everything he had made and he found it very good. Evening and morning followed the sixth day. Thus the heavens and the earth and all their array were completed. S since on the seventh day God was finished with, with the work he had done, been doing. So he rested on the seventh day from all the work he had undertaken. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The psalm is 104. And the response is, Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord, my God, you are great indeed. You are clothed with majesty and glory, robed in light as with a cloak. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. You fix the, the earth upon its foundations, not to be moved forever. With the ocean, as with a garment, you covered it, and above the mountains the waters stood. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. You send forth your springs into the watercourses that that wind among the mountains. Beside them the birds of heavens dwell. From among the branches they send forth their song. Lord, send forth your spirit and renew the face of the earth. You water the mountains from your palace. The earth is repellent with the fruit of your works. You raise grass for the cattle and vegetation for man's use, producing bread from the earth. Lord, send forth your spirit and renew the face of the earth. How many fold are your works, O Lord? In wisdom you have wrought, we have wrought them all. The earth is full of your creatures. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Lord, send forth, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Psalm 33. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. Upright is the word of the Lord, and all his works are trustworthy. He loves justice and right. Of the kindness of the earth, the, full, the earth is full. The earth is full of goodness of the Lord. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made. By the breath of his mouth, all their host. He gathers the waters of the sea as in a flask. In cellars, he confines the deep. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. Blessed, bless the nations whose God is the Lord, the people he has chosen for his own inheritance. From heaven, the Lord looks down. He sees all. He sees all of mankind. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. Our soul waits for the Lord, who is our help and our shield. May your kindness, O Lord, be upon us, who have put our hope we have who have put our hope in you. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. A reading from the book of Genesis. This is the second reading, a reading from the book of Genesis. Chapter 22, verse 1 to 18. Okay, this is the test of Abraham. God puts Abraham to the test. 
God put Abraham to the test. He called to him, Abraham, here am I, he replied. Then God said, Take your son, Isaac, your only one, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah. There you shall offer him up as a holocaust on a height that I will point out to you. Early the next morning Abraham saddled his donkey, took with him his son Isaac, and two of his servants as well. And with the wood that he had cut for the holocaust, he set out for the place of which God had told him. On the third day Abraham got to the sight of the place from afar. Then he said to his servants, Both of you stay here with the donkey, while the boy and I go on over yonder. We will worship and then come back to you. Thereupon Abraham took the wood for the holocaust and laid it on his son Isaac's shoulders, while he himself carried the fire and the knife. As the two walked on together, Isaac spoke to his father Abraham. Father, Isaac said. Yes, son, he replied. Isaac continued. Here are the fire and the wood. But where is the lamb for the holocaust? Son, Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the holocaust. Then the two continued going forward. When they came to the place of which God had told him, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood on it. Next he tied up his son Isaac and put him on top of the wood of the altar. Then he reached out, took the knife to slaughter his son. But the Lord's messenger called to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham, here am I, he answered. Do not lay your hand on the boy, said the messenger. Do not do the least thing to him. I know now how devoted you are to God, since you did not withhold from me your own beloved son. As Abraham looked about, he spied a ram caught by its horns in the thicket. So he went and took the ram and offered it up as a holocaust in place of his son. Abraham named the site Yahweh Uriah. Hence people now say, On the mountain the Lord will see. Again the Lord's messenger called to Abraham from heaven and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you acted as you did in not withholding from me your beloved son, I will bless you abundantly and make your descendants as countless as the stars of the sky and the sand of the seashore. Your descendants shall take possession of the gates of their enemies, and in your descendants all the nations of the earth shall find blessing. All this because you obeyed my command. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Psalm 16 You are my inheritance, O Lord. O Lord, my allotted portion and my cup. You it is who hold fast my lot. I see the Lord ever before me. With him at my right hand I shall not be disturbed. 
You are my inheritance, O Lord. Therefore my heart is glad and my soul rejoices. My body too abides in confidence. Because you will not abandon my soul to the netherworld, nor will you suffer your faithful ones to undergo corruption. You are my inheritance, O Lord. You will show me the path to life, fullness of joys in your presence, that delights at your right hand forever. You are my inheritance, O Lord. Case okay, third reading is from the book of Exodus. Chapter 14, verse 15, and chapter 15 to verse 1. A reading from the book of Exodus. The Lord said to Moses, Why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to go forward, and you lift up your staff, and with the hand outstretched over the sea, split the sea in two, that the Israelites may pass through it, on dry land. But I will make the Egyptians so abstinent that they will go in after them. Then I will receive glory through Pharaoh and all his army, his chariots and charioteers. The Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I receive glory through Pharaoh and his chariot and charioteers. The angel of God, who had been leading Israel's camp, now moved and went around behind them. The column of cloud also leaving the front took up its place behind them, so that it came between the camp of the Egyptians and that of Israel. But the cloud now became dark, and thus the night passed, without the rival camps coming any closer together all night long. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord swept the sea with a strong east wind throughout the night, and so turned it into dry land. When the water was thus divided, the Israelites marched into the midst of the sea on dry land, with the water like a wall to their right and to their left. The Egyptians followed in pursuit, all Pharaoh's horses and chariot and charioteers went in after them right into the midst of the sea. In the night watch, just before dawn, the Lord cast through the column of the fiery cloud upon the Egyptians' force a glance that threw it into a panic, and so clogged their chariot wheels that they couldn't hardly drive. With that, the Egyptians sounded their retreat before Israel, because the Lord was fighting for them against the Egyptians. Then the Lord told Moses, Stretch out your hand over the sea, that the water may flow back upon the Egyptians, upon their chariot and their charioteers. So Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and at the dawn the sea flowed back to its normal depth. The Egyptians were fleeing on toward the sea when the Lord hurled them into its, into its mist. As the water flowed back, it covered the chariot and the charioteers of Pharaoh's whole army, which had followed the Israelites into the sea. Not a single one of them escaped, but the Israelites had marched on dry land through the midst of the sea with the water like a wall to their right 
and to their left. Thus the Lord saved Israel on that day from the power of the Egyptians. When Israel saw the Egyptians lying dead on the seashore, and behold, the great power that the Lord had shown against the Egyptians, they feared the Lord and believed in him and in his servant Moses. Then Moses and the Israelites sang their song to the Lord. I will sing to the Lord for his gloriously triumphant horse and chariot he had cast into the sea. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The psalm is going to be from Exodus chapter 15, verse 1 to 2, 1 to 3, 3 to 4, 5 to 6, and 17 to 18. The response is, let us sing to the Lord. He has covered himself in glory. Let us sing to the Lord. He has covered himself in glory. I will sing to the Lord, for he is gloriously triumphant. Horse and chariot he has cast into the sea. My strength and my courage is the Lord. He has been my Savior. He is my God. I praise him. The God of my Father, I extol him. Let us sing to the Lord. He has covered himself in glory. The Lord is a warrior. Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariot and army he hurled into the sea. The elite of his officers were submerged in the Red Sea. Let us sing to the Lord. He has covered himself in glory. The flood waters covered them. They sank into the depths like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, magnificent in power. Your right hand, O Lord, has shattered the enemy. Let us sing to the Lord. He has covered himself in glory. You brought in the peoples you redeemed and planted them on the mountain of your inheritance, the place where you made your seat, O Lord, the sanctuary, O Lord, which your hands established. The Lord shall reign forever and ever. Let us sing to the Lord. He has covered himself in glory. Fourth reading is from the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 54, verse 5 to 14. Reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The one who has become your husband is your maker. His name is the Lord of hosts. Your Redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. God called of all the earth, the Lord calls you back. Like a wife forsaken and grieved in spirit, a wife marred in youth and then cast off, says your God. For a brief moment I abandoned you, but with great tenderness I will take you back. In an outburst of wrath for a moment I hid my face from you. But with enduring love I take pity on you, says the Lord, your Redeemer. This is for me like the days of Noah when I swore that the waters of Noah should never again dilute the earth, so I have sworn not to be angry with you or to rebuke you. Though the mountains leave their place and the hills be shaken, my love shall never leave you, nor my covenant of peace be shaken, says the Lord who has mercy on you. O afflicted one, storm and battered and unconsoled, I lay your pavements in carnelians, and your foundations in sapphires. I will make your battlements of rubies, your gates of carbnules, 
and all, and your walls of precious stones. All your children shall be taught by the Lord, and great shall be the peace of your children. In justice shall you be established, far from the fear of oppression, where destruction cannot come near you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Psalm 30. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. I will extol you, O Lord, for you drew me clear and did not let my enemies rejoice over me. O Lord, you brought me up from the netherworld. You preserved me from among those going down into the pit. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. Sing praise to the Lord, you his faithful ones, and give thanks to his holy name. For his anger lasts but a moment, a lifetime his goodwill. At nightfall weeping enters in, but with the dawn rejoicing. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. Hear, O Lord, and have pity on me. O Lord, be my helper. You change my mourning into dancing. O Lord, my God, forever will I give you thanks. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. Fifth reading it is again from the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 55, verse 1 to 11. Thus says the Lord, All you who are thirsty, come to the water. You who have no money, come receive grain and eat. Come without paying and without cost. Drink wine and milk. Why spend your money for what is not bread, your wages for, for what fails to satisfy? Heed me and you shall eat well. You shall delight in rich fare. Come to me heedfully. Listen that you may have life. I will renew you. I will renew with you the everlasting covenant, the benefits assured to David, as I made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and a commander of nations. So shall you, shall you summon a nation you know not, nations that know you not and shall run to you, because the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, who has glorified you. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call him while he is near. Let the scoundrel forsake his way and the wicked man his thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord for mercy, to our God who is generous in forgiving. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my way, says the Lord. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so high are my ways above your ways, and my thoughts above your thoughts. For just as from the heavens the rain and snow came down, and do not return there, till they have watered the earth, making it fertile and fruitful, giving seed to the one who sows, and bread to the one who eats, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. My word shall not return to me void, but shall do my will, achieving the end for which I send it. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And the psalm is from Isaiah chapter 12. You will draw water joyfully from the spring of salvation. God indeed is my Savior. I am confident and unafraid. My strength and my courage is the Lord, and he has been my Savior. With joy you will draw water 
at the fountain of salvation. You will draw water joyfully from the springs of salvation. Give thanks to the Lord, acclaim his name among the nations and make known his deeds. Proclaim how exalted is his name. You will draw water joyfully from the springs of salvation. Sing praise to the Lord for his glorious achievements. Let this be known throughout throughout all the earth. Shout with exultation, O city of Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. You will draw water joyfully from the spring of your salvation. Sixth reading, a reading from the book of the prophet Baruch. Hear, O Israel, the commandments of life. Listen and know prudence. How is it, Israel, that you are in the land of your foes, grown old in foreign land, defiled with the dead, accounted with those destined for the netherworld? You have forsaken the fountain of wisdom. Had you walked in the way of God, you would have dwelt in enduring peace. Learn where prudence is, where strength, where understanding, that you may know also where are length of days and life, where light of, of the eyes and peace. Who has found the place of wisdom? Who has entered into her treasuries? The one who knows all things knows her. He has probed her by his knowledge. The one who established the earth for all time and filled it with the four-footed beasts. He who dismisses the light and it departs, calls it and it obeys him trembling. Before him the stars at their posts shine and rejoice. When he calls them, they answer, Here we are, shining with joy for their Maker. Such is our God. No other is to be compared to him. He has traced out the whole way of understanding and has given her to Jacob his servant, to Israel his beloved son. Since then she has appeared on earth and moved among people, she is the book of the precepts of God, the law that endures forever. All who cling to her will live, but those who will die, who forsake her, turn, O Jacob, and receive her, walk by her light toward, her, toward splendor. Give not your glory to another, your, privilege, your privileges to an alien race. Blessed are we, O Israel. For what pleases God is known to us. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Responsorial Psalm, Psalm 19. Lord, you, you have the words of everlasting life. The law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The decrees of the Lord is trustworthy, giving wisdom to the simple. Lord, you have the words of everlasting life. The precepts of the Lord's, the precepts of the Lord are right. Rejoicing the heart. The command of the Lord is clear, enlightening the eye. You have, you, Lord, you have the words of everlasting life. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The ordinances of the Lord are true, all of them just. 
Lord, you have the words of everlasting life. They are more precious than gold, than a heap of purest gold, sweeter also than syrup or honey from the comb. Lord, you have the words of everlasting life. Seventh reading, a reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel, chapter 36, verse 16 to 17, 18 to, 20, uh, to 28. The word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, when the house of Israel lived in their land, they defiled it by their conduct and deeds. Therefore, I poured out my fury upon them because of the blood that they poured out on the ground and because they defiled it with idols. I scattered them among the nations, dispersing them over foreign lands. According to their conduct and deeds, I judged them. But when they came among the nations, wherever they came, they served to profane my holy name because it was said of them, these are the people of the Lord, yet they had to leave their land. So I have relented because of my holy name, which the house of Israel profaned among the nations where they came. Therefore, say to the house of Israel, thus says the Lord God, not for your sake do I act, house of Israel, but for the sake of my holy name, which you profaned among the nations to which you came. I will prove the holiness of my great name profaned among the nations in whose midst you have profaned it. Thus the nations shall know that I am the Lord, says the Lord God. When in their sight I prove my holiness through you, for I will take you away from among the nations, gather you from all the foreign lands, and bring you back to your own land. I will sprinkle clean water upon you to cleanse you from all your impurities and from all your idols. I will cleanse you. I will give you a new heart and place a new spirit within you, taking from your bodies your stony hearts and giving you natural hearts. I will put my spirit within you and make you live by my statutes, careful to observe my decrees. You shall live in the land I gave your fathers. You shall be my people, and I will be your God. Okay, the word of the Lord. The next psalm is Psalm 42, and the response is, Like a deer that lungs for running streams, my soul lungs for you, my God. A, a, like a deer that lungs for running streams, my soul lungs for you, my God. A thirst is my soul for God, the living God. When shall I go and behold the face of God? Like a deer that lungs for running streams, my soul lungs for you, my God. I went with the throng and led them in procession to the house of God. Amid loud cries of joy and thanksgiving, with the multitude keeping festival. Like a deer that lungs for running streams, my soul lungs for you, my God. Send forth your light and your fidelity. They shall, they shall lead me on and bring me to your holy mountain, to your dwelling place. Like a deer that lungs for running streams, my soul lungs for you, my God. Then will I go 
into the altar of God, the God of my gladness and joy. Then will I give you thanks upon the harp, O God, my God. Like a deer that lungs for running streams, my soul lungs for you, my God. And the next psalm here is Psalm 51. Create a clean heart in me, O God. A clean heart create for me, O God, and a steadfast spirit renew within me. Cast me not out from your presence, and your Holy Spirit take not from me. Create a clean heart in me, O God. Give me back the joy of your salvation, and a willing spirit sustain in me. I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners shall return to you. Create a clean heart in me, O God. For you are not pleased with sacrifices. Should I offer a holocaust, you would not accept it. My sacrifice, O God, is a contrite spirit. A heart contrite and humbled, O God, you will not spurn. Create a clean heart in me, O God. Now we go into the New Testament readings, and the first thing we recite is the Gloria. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Only Begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit and the glory of God the Father. Amen. O God, who by the pages of both Testaments instruct and prepare us to celebrate the Paschal Mystery, grant that we may comprehend your mercy so that the gifts we receive from you this night may confirm our hope of the great of the gifts to come through our Lord Jesus Christ. And the second prayer here, we pause. And then, O God, who makes this most sacred night radiant with the glory of the Lord's resurrection, stir up in your church a spirit of adoption, so that renewed in body and mind, we, we may render you undivided service through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Okay. Epistle reading is from a letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Are you unaware that we who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were indeed buried with him through baptism into, his, into death. So just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might live in newness of life. For if we have grown into union with him through a death like his, we shall also be united with him in the resurrection. We know that our old self was crucified with him so that our sinful body might be done away with, that we might no longer be in slavery to sin, for a dead person has been absolved from sin. If then we have died with Christ, 
we believe that we shall also live with him. We know that Christ, raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has power over him. As to his death, he died to sin once and for all. As to his life, he lives for God. Consequently, you too might think of yourselves as being dead to sin and living for God in Christ Jesus. Okay, let me read it one more time. A letter from St. Paul to the Romans. Are you unaware that we who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were indeed buried with him through baptism into death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might live in newness of life. For if we have grown into union with him through a death like his, we also we shall also be united with him in the resurrection. We know that our old self was crucified with him so that our sinful body might be done away with, that we might no longer be in slavery to sin. For a dead person has been absolved from sin. If then we have died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. We know that Christ raised from the dead dies no more. Death no longer has power over him. As to his death, he died to sin once and for all. As to his life, he lives for God. Consequently, you too might, must think of yourselves as being dead to sin and living for God in Christ Jesus. And the response psalm is Psalm 118. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Let the house of Israel say his mercy endures forever. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. The right hand of the Lord has struck with power. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. I shall not die but live and declare the work, the works of the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. The stone which the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. By the Lord has this been done. It is wonderful in our eyes. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. All right, so now we go into the gospel reading. Uh, I'm going to read all three, uh, just in case the uh, the priest, the pastor, might decide to choose something other than Mark. Today, this year, is supposed to be Mark's gospel, but I'm going to read all three. So I figured, why not? All right, so the first reading is from the gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter 28, verse 1 to 10. He has been raised from the dead and is going before you to Galilee. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Jesus. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven, approached, rolled back the stone, and sat upon it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothing was white as snow. The guards were shaken with fear of him and became like dead men. Then the angel said to the women in reply, Do not be afraid. I know that you are seeking Jesus the crucified. He is not here, for he has been raised just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. 
Then go quickly and tell his disciples he had been raised from the dead, and he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. Then they went away quickly from the tomb, fearful yet overjoyed, and ran to announce this to his disciples. And behold, Jesus met them on their way and greeted them. They approached and embraced his feet and did him homage. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, year B, that is the second reading from the three-year cycle, is from the gospel according to St. Mark, chapter 16, verse 1 to 7. Jesus of Nazareth, the crucified, has been raised. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James and Salome, brought spices so that they might go and anoint him. Very early, when the sun had risen, on the first day of the week, they came to the tomb. They were saying to one another, Who will roll back the stone for us from the entrance to the tomb? When they looked up, they saw that the stone had been rolled back. It was very large. On entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting on the right side and clothed in a white robe, and they were utterly amazed. He said to them, Do not be amazed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, the crucified. He has been raised. He is not here. Behold, the place where they laid him. But go and tell his disciples and Peter. He is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him as he told you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Now, the um, third reading is from the Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 24, verse 1 to 12. Why do you seek the living among the dead? A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Glory to you, Lord. At daybreak, on the first day of the week, the women who had come from Galilee with Jesus took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were puzzling, puzzling over this, behold, two men in dazzling garments appeared to them. They were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground. They, they said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here. But he has been raised. Remember that what he has said to you while he was still in Galilee, that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners and be crucified and rise on the third day. As they remembered his words, then they returned from the tomb and announced all these things to the eleven and to all the others. The women were Mary Magdalene and Joanna and Mary, the mother of James, and others who accompanied them, also told this to the apostles. But their story seemed like nonsense, and they did not believe them. But Peter got up and ran to the tomb, bent down, and saw the burial cloth alone. Then he went home, amazed at what had happened. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, we finally uh, reached Holy Saturday. And I hope, I pray that you guys um, 
really take advantage to really start reading your Bibles. I mean, you know, carry a New Testament with the Psalms or carry, listen to it on a on an audible book. They have audible readings. Um, they have the uh, uh, the different Bibles. They have one, uh, I think it's uh, Word on Fire, Bible, uh, the Bible reading, Bible and Drama. Uh, there's several. I mean, I there's not a, a complete one. I think for now, with all the uh, Old Testament books, but it's worth it's worth it because it's worth having. I think any one of them. The Word on Fire, uh, New Testament drama. Uh, you'll you'll see it. It actually is. Uh, it's worth it. It really is. It's um, it's worth it because you can learn to it's dramatized it has actors playing the roles and it's word for word but it's worth it and i think this is something we all need to do because we need to get familiar by getting familiar with the bible you will be you'll have a much better i think prayer life you'll you'll be able to i think to know how to how to talk back to god because how to pray and it will create a better prayer life for you. It's worth it. I mean, you saw how everything was connected. How the the drama of salvation history reaches its peak, and it says everything about our uh, about our faith. I'm going to keep this short because you know I did the readings because I know that we've gone last year without having Easter, without having Holy Week, and so just in case anything surprise surprise shows up by some direct edict from the governor or something that you can't have holy week celebration i wanted to make sure we cover everything but once i just once more i want to say please let you know read your bible um get yourself a, a bible and really take part in it it's really helpful so i'm going to end it here with the prayers um saying our father hail mary and saint michael and then we'll say the uh the nesting creed in the name of the father son and holy spirit our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom the power and the glory now and forever amen hail mary full of grace the lord is with thee blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb jesus holy mary mother of god pray for us sinners now the hour of our death. Amen. St. Michael, Archangel of God, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wild, wicked attack of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And now, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the divine power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation he came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became, became man. For our sake he was crucified unto Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. He rose again from the dead, and he, in accordance with the scriptures, he ascended into heaven, and seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, 
who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins and look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, God bless and happy Easter. And I'll be back with uh, Easter Sunday readings. God bless.